Hello and welcome to Misbehave, the podcast which explores human behavior in business and how it impacts people, performance and profit. In this first episode, we introduce the podcast by discussing the concept of misbehavior, the difference between personality and behavior and why this is all important in running a high performing business. We'll also share actionable advice so you can understand and flex behaviors to manage and motivate whatever the situation. Let's misbehave. Hi, I'm Laura and I'm the founder and CEO of Duo. I've spent my career working in people and culture with every size of business from corporates to high growth SMEs, both in the UK and US before forming Duo in 2014. I've seen human behavior both from the inside leading teams within large corporates to now in growing duo and working with our wide range of clients. For me, my passion lies in the impact understanding human behavior can have on how you lead your business, how you work with your customers and how you achieve levels of growth you never thought possible. Hi, I'm Sarah and I'm the COO of Duo. I've literally had a varied career, but all linked back to people. I spent my early career as a business advisor and that path kind of took me to all kinds of businesses, from high growth to scaling and to start to invest in tech startup ideas. This is really where I focused on wrapping people around an initial idea ready to scale. From here, I went on to do some absolute life-changing behavioural training and joined Duo. And we have then since spent years in taking this behavioural understanding to help people really to be able to be the best version that can be, help businesses to drive high performance and really hit their full potential. Hi and welcome. We are so excited to be starting this podcast. We are Laura and Sarah and we run a business called Duo. We work with businesses from big, large corporates down to growing SMEs on helping them understand more about behaviour and getting the highest levels of performance from their people. So really for us, this podcast was born from wanting to give people who are leading a business some insight into how to drive the behaviours that you need for your business to perform at the highest level it can possibly perform and to reach every single growth aspiration that you've ever hoped to achieve. So in this first episode, we are going to intro to you what we mean by behaviour and obviously tell you a little bit more about why our podcast is called Misbehave and what that actually means because it's probably slightly different to what you might be thinking about. So just to give you a little intro and background into behaviour. When we talk about behaviour, we're actually talking about cognitive behavioural patterns, which were introduced by Richard Bandler in the 1970s to NLP. So we're talking about how people think, behave, act, and how that comes through in the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, just to reiterate to what Laura said, we're really, really excited to to start the podcast and discuss all things human behaviour. Um, and this is a subject that is so close to everything that we do. It kind of, if you cut us through the middle, you would see human behaviour <laughs> run through. Um, and yeah, really, this is uh, an opportunity for us to share what we do in businesses every day. We work with lots of organisations on their their people's stuff, but specifically around human behaviour. How do people behave and interact with each other? How do they build relationships with each other? And more importantly, how do they learn about each other? Because we're all so different. That's the, that's the wonderful thing about human people, um, <laughs> is how do they interact to get win-win interactions? So something that works for both people or both groups, or, you know, if you're interacting with a client, 
So yeah, we're going to delve into that. And we're also going to delve into, as Laura said, the misbehave concept. Now, yeah, we're probably going to misbehave on this podcast. I can <laughs> I can guarantee that. And we're going to demonstrate what the difference is between missing something from a behavioural standpoint and misbehaving. Yeah, Laura, do you want to tell us a bit more about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. So you might think of misbehaviour in the traditional sense. You are naughty and you're doing something wrong. And we were quite conscious of that when we were titling the podcast that for some of you it might turn you off a little bit. Um, But what we actually mean by misbehaviour is when you misstep or you miss something from a behavioural standpoint that you are not currently consciously aware of. You're going to hear us talk a lot about the difference between conscious actions and conscious behaviour and subconscious actions and behaviour. And a lot of the behavioural work that we do actually sits in someone's subconscious. So the way you react to something, the way you perform when you're at work, how you're motivated. A lot of those things just happen subconsciously and we're not consciously aware of them to be able to do something with them. So when we talk about misbehaviour, normally what we're talking about is that you might be unknowingly missing something. So when you're interacting with a client, you might walk away from an interaction and think, oh, that went pretty well. And there's actually something big that you missed that would have influenced that client at a totally different level. So it might be that actually what you've missed is understanding what that client's motivated by from a behavioural perspective. So therefore you could have influenced them in a way that motivates them that potentially would have made them buy quicker. So it's that that we're talking about equally in your business. You might have a team that thinks about change in a certain way. And when you communicate change, you just communicate it the way you always have or the way you think is best. And actually what how you're misbehaving is you are missing a key piece of how you communicate that in a way that then resonates with those people. One of the things we often get brought to the table from clients is that they have a perception So it's like a misconception of how someone's behaving. They're perceiving someone's behaviour and making it equal something that it's potentially not. So we spend so much time just actually delving into how to to stop your subconscious bias and judging what what people's behaviours actually mean and actually understanding that for some people, their dominant behaviours, the things that they do subconsciously without knowing are often their biggest strength. Now, they also might be their Achilles heel. So they might be the thing that is um, makes it difficult for them to communicate with someone else or connect with someone else. But more often than enough, it's the stuff that makes, it's like their superpower. <laughs> it's like the thing yeah. that makes them super shiny or, or just brilliant. It's where their the unique ability shines through. But sometimes that can be mis, misconceived. Like you actually think, you put a layer of it that they're different to you. So therefore it's, it's misbehaving. Yeah. And that's, that's something that, a big challenge that clients bring to us, isn't it, Laura? Yeah. And I think the big thing with that is when you can actually understand those dominant behaviours and start to manage, talk, interact in a way that resonates with those, it, it just you haven't even seen the impact on performance that that has. I mean, we've had clients where they've grown their business by 50 million in a year because they have influenced behaviour in certain ways that has brought them different clients in, that has enabled the team to perform better with those clients, that has brought teams together in the way that they deliver projects. So they're able to deliver projects in a totally different way. So it's all about not just understanding behaviour because it's nice to understand but actually understanding it in a way that will absolutely transform 
how you work with your team and ultimately how you grow your business. Just for the the listeners out there, just have a think about some of the biggest challenges in your business. What is it that, you know, the it's kind of a bit of a, a, a typical question, but like, what is the thing that keeps you awake at night? What is the thing that is causing you the most um, angst in your business? How can you, and, and more often than enough, when we ask that question, it's linked to people, whether it's your clients, whether it's the staff, whether it's the leadership team, whether it's your suppliers, whether it's your third party, you know, people vendors. who are yeah, vendors. Mm-hmm. What is it about that? And it's because people are so varied and we are, I mean, we're fantastic, but what sometimes that means is, is that you don't know what to expect. We are quite, you know, we're, we're, we're unexpected sometimes and people's behaviours can, can change. And obviously under stressful situations, people's behaviours can change. But to put that, if you put it, just put it into context for, for us and our business, we use this stuff day in and day out. Now, obviously Laura and I have, have eat, slept and breathed behaviours for, for a number of years now. And, you know, we do a lot of executive coaching. We do a lot of delivery around leadership and management training. We have a tool which actually profiles your behaviour, which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit. But this, we, we generally, genuinely see the differences when we work with people and play to their, their strengths, when we play to their key dominant behaviours. So in our business, Laura and I are quite different but on the surface, we might appear the same, but we have a number of behaviours that are very different to each other. And we actually really work hard to, to understand that and, and make allowances to, to, let, to let that best intention shine through. So, for example, Laura, you know, Laura's her superpower is her ability to be able to work quickly, to think on her feet, to take on fastballs. And it's like, it literally is a superpower. And when anybody meets her, they're always astounded by how much she can do and how, <laughs> yeah. I mean, behind the scenes sometimes it's a little bit frantic, but uh, no, so we call that her high initiation. It's her, it's her ability to move forward with things really, really quickly. But sometimes that can leave people who are less proactive feeling like they're left behind and actually that they're, they're lost and they don't have enough time to reflect or think about it. So we, we put, we actually bring people in place in our business, we have done to, to help balance some of that stuff out. That's the sort of thing where if you can really hone in on someone's strength and then balance it out within the team so that, but also talk about it, make it, it's not something not to be discussed, but people can make the misconception that that's misbehavior. That's who, who being reckless, moving forward without thinking, um, not including people. It can be perceived wrongly if you don't understand what's at the root of that. Yeah, because we often talk about misbehaviour is when you have some insight about yourself and then you don't do anything to flex that to situations that require it. Absolutely. So with that example Sarah shared for me, you know, when we're thinking strategically for the business, when we're looking at business growth, when we're putting together new ideas, when we're launching things, all of that high initiation for me, is a positive, but actually where misbehaviour would come in is if I just said, okay, that's what I am, that's the badge that I wear, and you're all just going to have to deal with it. Not that some days that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Some days that's definitely the case. But, and I didn't flex that behaviour then to allow other people to get what they need. You know, so sometimes for me, I have to slow that down. I have to put it into a process for other people in our team or with our clients to work through at a slightly slower pace. I have to 
put people around me that are good completer finishers. Otherwise I would just bring a million ideas. So that that's the difference between misbehaving of actually being aware of that. But that kind of brings us on to one of the biggest questions that we get around. What is the difference between personality and behavior? And actually the the whole thought process around personality is in our mind misbehavior in its in its in itself that actually understanding someone's personality gives you a deeper level of understanding of that person without a doubt so if you do have ever done any sort of personality profiling you will come out of that with a better understanding about the people that go through that profile however what you might be missing the link with the misbehavior piece is the deeper behavioral insight that sits underneath that personality profile so Sarah and I, as Sarah just said, we're quite different from a behavioural standpoint. But if you profiled our personalities on most of the big personality tools, we would come out as the same. Because what they typically do is they will put you into normally four boxes. They might give you a colour. They might give you a letter. They might give you a number. <laughs> and that's you. And actually personality is, is static. I always share the story, which I think contextualises this a little bit. My dad was a Myers-Briggs practitioner um, and he did my Myers-Briggs profile when I was about 10 um, and did it again when I was about 25 and it was the same. And that in itself describes personality. Your personality typically remains static. It remains static across contexts, meaning you are the same personality-wise at home as you are at work. And that's definitely interesting to know and reading personality profiles, you know, I am qualified in a few of them and we've got clients who use a lot of them and they definitely give you a deeper level of insight into a person than you had previously. But what they don't do is if something's static and fixed over a long period of time, there's only so much that you can do to influence that from a performance standpoint. Yeah. And I think uh, just for People listening, have a think if you've ever gone through one of those. What did you do with that information? How did you how did you use it? We're big believers in that behavior when we when we talk and we work with people on looking at this stuff is is not just saying where you sit, but then giving you the tools to be able to flex those behaviors in order to influence up, sideways, downwards, it doesn't matter which way. Influence. And also for you to be able to understand how you're motivated, how you deal with change, to make sense of some of the reasons behind why potentially you react a certain way and someone else responds or reacts in a totally different way. So, and then looking at your team and how do you then use that information to be able to drive up performance, which will then in turn help with, you know, those people who are looking to grow. Our sweet spot usually is helping businesses that are going through um, some kind of scale or transformation or potentially some p- a piece of change, which during the COVID period was everybody. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we had a lot of people knocking on the door um, at that point. But it's, it's, a, it's really about looking at how do you then use that information to actually massively impact your business? Yeah. Not just the CPD piece and people having insight into themselves is fantastic. It's a starting point. But the level of detail the behavioural stuff does is actually gives you the tools and techniques and insights to actually make massive differences across all of the business. 
And that's so interesting, isn't it? Because we hear all the time about people talking about personality or behavioural profile. Oh, we did this team build day and we went out in the woods and we did all this stuff and then somebody did a profile of us and it was all interesting to know. And it's like, okay, well, that's nice from a self-development perspective. And absolutely, there's a piece of the stuff that we do that gives people that insight into themselves. But what about performance? Are you using it to motivate them? Are you using it to say, you know what, we want to grow the business by 50% this year. And this that, these behaviours are going to be what's required. So let's see who's got it, who hasn't, how do we put people in certain teams? We're going to change. Oh, what do our people need from a change perspective to be motivated? Because that's the point. To me, it's, it's nice to have the nice to have stuff. It's nice to know that you are a sunny sunshine in the corner of the office. But what does that actually mean? And what does that mean for how people perform in your business? And ultimately what their output is and how do we create these high performers that produce so much more than you ever thought was possible? And how do we recruit those people into the business in the first place? So actually using the data to do something really strategic and purposeful versus just as a team building exercise, which is is how quite a few people use it. So just looping in this, Laura, because we've talked quite a bit about behaviour here this isn't complicated guys yeah. you know it sometimes it, it can feel like it is human behavior is it's it's varied but what we're really good at doing is stripping it back and making it uh, digestible the starting point really for this is to acknowledge that you have people in your business and if you can understand their behaviors you will be able to drive really really good performance within your organization and that that in effect will also help you look at how to create an environment and a culture that is a great place to work but also to recruit the right people that match that and have an understanding of what kind of things you're looking for when you're bringing new people into the business. We're going to talk in future episodes and break it down. This particular podcast was an introduction really to behaviors, the concept of misbehaving and really what the purpose of introducing this subject is. We're going to be delving into a lot more topics and and sort of looking at the challenges within businesses that we work with and sharing some of that insight in future episodes. Yeah, because really when it comes down to it, behaviour and people are complex, but typically each person in your business will have two or three dominant behaviours that you need to know about. And that's it. You know, it's not that complicated, but it's just about figuring out from a team perspective, who has what, what do they need to be managed and how do they then deliver to your customers and how might you need to flex that in order to provide a better customer experience, to drive up sales, whatever your end output is. It's about understanding those few things, but on a deeper behavioural level than just a personality box to then be able to manage and motivate accordingly. A lot of, a lot of stress and conflict and sort of upset in the workplace is driven by behaviour. By misbehaviour. Misbehaviour or (laughs) or your mis... It's sometimes not even that you think someone is misbehaving, but they're actually just behaving differently to you. Therefore, you've made that mean that it's misbehaviour. Or you've missed something. As their manager, you have missed 
a behavior or an opportunity to influence a piece of behavior because you don't know what you don't know, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's the, it's the old knowledge is power thing. And <laughs> Laura, Laura and I are massive believers. Knowledge is power, but it's what you do with it uh, yeah. that then creates the real impact. So, you know, on every single episode that we do, we will be given key takeaways and things that you can go away and think about in your own business. Yeah. So the kind of leading into that, we wanted to leave you with a couple of things. So the first thing is having you think about the concept of value driven behavior and cognitive behavior that relates to performance. Because so many businesses recently over the last couple of years have got on board with the culture initiative, how to drive more engagement with their people. There's so many people now looking at that. And most businesses now have in place a set of values that drive a set of behaviors. But what we're going to be talking about is, yes, have your values that drive what we would almost call code of conduct behaviours. So, you know, we expect you to be honest at this company. We expect you to be transparent. We expect you to care for others. You know, those are code of conduct, value-driven behaviours. And they will typically be the same across the business. But if all you're looking at from a behavioural perspective is that, you're missing out on all of the cognitive performance-related behaviours that will be different per person. You can't just have a set of behaviours that are the same for everybody in your business. And that's what we're going to be looking at. So a little question for you to think about is what behaviours do you currently measure in your business? Is it value, code of conduct type behaviours? Or are you actually looking at the jobs that people do and how they need to behave in order to perform at the highest level in that job? That's the question because when the two come together, that's when the magic happens. And we're going to be looking in future episodes at some some situations and some contexts. And actually one of one of our upcoming episodes is going to be around this concept of cozy culture, creating a culture that feels warm and fuzzy. But actually the question that we're going to be looking at is do cozy cultures actually drive high performance? And Yes, we've got the right values and the right value-driven behaviours, but actually, are we are we missing the performance-related ones that come from that? Yeah. So that's going to be a big piece. We have actually got a resource on our website that actually talks about the concept of misbehaviour, has some other background in there, and actually has a little checklist for you to, to look at to see if you are misbehaving, if you're missing things, to get you started on starting to understand this concept and actually give it gives you a checklist and some actionable things to then take away and put into your business. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Misbehave podcast. Hit the subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.